0: Welcome to the Entrepreneurs Visiting Victor Podcast with Victor Dadaj, where you'll hear stories and strategies to help increase your sales and grow your business. Here's your host, Victor Dadaj.
1: All right, welcome to Entrepreneurs Visiting Victor. I am your host, Victor Dadash. I hope you're having an amazing day. So today we have an awesome guest. She is a top earner in both the network marketing and and real estate industry. She is a certified health and life coach and a motivational keynote speaker, as well as an expert in personal self-development. So let's welcome my friend Chris Cortez. How are you doing today, Chris?
0: I'm doing great. How are you?
1: I'm doing fantastic. It's great to be with you today. So I like to just get started, start out by asking you, just share your story. How did you get involved in becoming an entrepreneur and getting into networking real estate? You know, just you know, just tell your whole journey as to how it all began.
0: Yeah. Okay. Sure. Of course. Well, first of all, thank you for having me, Victor. It's such a pleasure to be here with you and finally see you face-to-face mm-hmm. always on clubhouse together. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, basically my story, you know, I, um, it's really funny how life happens, you know, for you, right. We always talk about what to you, but this was really for me. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that, you know, growing up with, you know, my issues of weight, you know, I suffer from hypothyroidism, So unfortunately, if anyone knows about that, that's definitely something that can contribute to struggling with your weight and also hair loss, et cetera, et cetera. Anyways, with that being said, you know, I I was pretty much a heavyset kid growing up and that unfortunately led me to having, um, a lot of self-confidence issues, mostly because I was bullied a lot, uh, bullied by my family. I was bullied by kids in school. Kids can be mean. Um, but I think it's, you know, it's one thing when it's kids, it's another thing when it's your family. So Because of that, you know, it did have me in a pretty much in a toxic environment. And when it's kind of like in a place where you hear it so much and you're raised in that environment, it's it's what you really genuinely begin to believe. So because I had my self-confidence issues, I didn't really, um, I guess, take care of myself and I didn't know what I needed in my life. So I made a lot of poor decisions. I was in a lot of toxic, abusive relationships and... You know, a lot of people, when you're in a relationship and you don't know what you deserve, you know, you kind of just accept what you're mm-hmm. handed, And that was really kind of where I was. You know, I was in a lot of uh, really abusive relationships, which just unfortunately led me to um, being a bulimic. You know, I, I, I suffered from a really bad eating disorder and I mm-hmm. suffered in silence for about 10 years. Um You know, at first it was not so much to lose weight. It was mostly just because I wanted to feel like I had some type of control in my life. You know, everything just seemed to be always spiraling out of control. Um, I was in a bad place. My parents, you know, at the time had been separated. So everything was just really going down a rabbit hole. Now, with that being said, on a separate note, I was not the typical, and this is not to speak about anybody else and their personal issues i just was not the individual so much to really you know turn to drugs Um, i was more of a workaholic so my way of trying to feel validated as a human being and as a woman was to always try to come up with the next new idea and so that led me to opening up several different businesses and trying to find worth in that avenue so that's how i did started off with real estate because I was just really good. I was a people person. My first job was as a timeshare. So you can only imagine that definitely hones your skills. And and I was really good. That was where I always got the validation that I wanted in my life was just being the best in every single thing that I did. Um, With that being said, it still wasn't enough. You know, being validated doesn't necessarily mean you're fulfilled. And I always felt like I had an empty hole because when I came home, it was always suffering from my bulimia or anxiety. Um, I was afraid of food. I was afraid. of I hated looking in the mirror. I would cry pretty much all the time. And I was just never enough. So with that being said, once one day, um, my sponsor, you know, I was at a real estate event. You know, this just goes to show you, you can meet anybody anywhere. And she just, you know, invited. we just hit it off. We became friends. I didn't really have friends. So I was of like open to it and she just invited me to a fit camp to go work out with her and you know i remember t- contemplating for a long time like before that day like if i would actually show up because i was just so terrified of being judged because of my weight um and I just life always just seemed to work against me when it came to people so i was really really scared and at the time i was also in a very abusive relationship with my ex fiance But, you know, I remember I prayed about it and I was just like, you know what, in order for things to change, I have to change. And the worst thing I can do is just not give myself a chance. So I went, I never realized what I was walking into. I never realized that that was the first day of the rest of my life. Um, I went in and everything that I was afraid of was just a lie in my head. It wasn't even true. I was welcomed with just such amazing people. And... I remember like thinking to myself, like, oh my God, everyone's just so nice. It's kind of (laughs) weird. Like, who are these people? And they just basically were just so supportive of me. And it didn't take me much to just want to be a part of that community, just to want to know more. And it turned out that it was nutrition, which was perfect. And um, at that point, I was also introduced to personal development, which I had never heard of, which is crazy when I think about being 32 years old, never having known at that time what that was. But it was obviously the practice of becoming the best version of yourself. And you know, the one thing I never posted on social media because I was, you know, didn't feel good about myself. And I remember always feeling like I didn't have a voice, and I didn't. No one ever would care about what I had to say. Like I was like, I'm a nobody. Nobody's ever going to want to hear my story. Which I'm sure a lot of people feel that way. And little did I realize that that's not true either. So diving into that, I, you know, I didn't join network marketing, because I needed the money. You know, I mean, of course, who doesn't want to have a little bit of extra income, but I really did it because I really just wanted to better myself. And I wanted to be able to, I just wanted, I needed to do something. I just needed to do something that just was a chance on me. And finally say yes to me. And I wanted to be healthy. And little did I realize I would learn about nutrition. I learned about my body, felt very passionate about it. Um, I was able to lose 30 pounds. I was able to um, overcome my eating disorder. I, I started to have a voice, have faith, realize that there are more people out there than you realize that need to hear your story, which is why on my bio, the first thing is your voice is your superpower because little do we realize that the days that we don't speak are the voices that people are waiting to hear us. And so I just, I started doing that. And um, little by little, I ended up building an organization so far, I'm still on my journey of over 200 people that I've been able to be so grateful that I've been able to, in some way, shape or form, touch their lives, impact them, health, fitness, business, whatever. And it just, you know, personal development opened me up to trying things that I never imagined I would do. You know, most of us just dream. We like, oh, if only this, or I wish that. And I finally got to a place where I was like, you know what, like uh, personal development gave me courage to realize that I can either spend the rest of my life wishing and wanting and never actually take action and know if anything would come of it, or I can at least try and just kind of see what happens. And if, you know, it's meant for me, it'll flourish. If not, it'll reveal something else along the way. And so after that, I started, um, I ended up deciding not to go to law school, which is actually where I was about to go. And I found my passion in helping others. I found my passion in in knowing that it's okay to love people because I was always like that person growing up where everyone's like, why are you such a lover and you're such a giver and you need to stop being that way because you're just going to get hurt. And of course that's partially true, but in being the lover and the giver that I am, I've been able to bless more people and including myself because I've been able to meet people like you and just realize that the only one missing out at the end of the day is more you, because there's a version of ourselves that is already there. Like the person that we truly desire to be, we're already that person. We just have never given ourselves the opportunity to activate and believe that that is something that's possible to live. And so uh, now I became a certified health and life coach through clubhouse. I've been able to share more of my voice, meet people, and now have incredible opportunities to speak on stages, which was something that I just used to dream of. I remember just looking at people and being like, I wish I would be that. And you don't get anywhere by wishing you only you, you get anywhere by doing. And I figured the worst thing that could happen is by not trying and never knowing what could have been. So I live my life every day, doing the best that I can, Going out there with no idea of what's gonna happen, but I figured I'd rather know than not know. I never want to be a person ever again to just wish and want and never try. So now I do that, and and I love it. And in real estate, I've been able to mingle that because now, I mean, I'm always talking to people that I get to help, and so that's why I always like to say I'm the I'm the real estate broker that gives you health and wealth because. I can either give you an opportunity on business. I can teach you how to live a life of health that could lead to your wealth or whatever that is. So I guess that's me in a nutshell, (laughs) but that's my story. So thank you so much.
1: Well, thank you for sharing. And I appreciate that. And you gave us some good lessons there. So number one, you get nowhere by wishing. You have to try, you have to do, you have to take action. Wishing will never bring you what you really desire. And from your experiences, because you went through a lot of difficult times, you went through abuse, you had low self-esteem from your family and from people in school picking on you, 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 know, you had issues with your weight, and people just abused you, you were in toxic relationships, and you were telling yourself a lot of these stories that you weren't good enough, people wouldn't love you, they wouldn't believe in you, but you realized years later they were just stories you were telling yourself, they, it was not the truth, and so many people do the same thing. And unfortunately, some of them continue doing it for the rest of their lives. They never get out of it. Thankfully, you came to the realization that you were just telling yourself stories that were not true, and you were able to overcome it. You went through bulimia for a whole bunch of years, and you overcame that. You overcame the toxic relationships. Now you're in a loving relationship with a really wonderful guy right now. Uh, that's, So he's a great guy, um, a really great entrepreneur as well, just really caring guy, just like you guys are both very caring and loving individuals. and You've always been like that. You always look to give and love people, but people tell you you will get hurt. And like you said, that was partially true. But that was who you are. And now, because of all the changes you made with your mindset, with your personal development, and all the action you take, you've been able to become more of who you are. And you know what? You're making a big difference in people's lives. You're helping a lot of people. You're happy with who you are. You love who you are. And all that's happened in the last few years. It's not like you've been doing this for 10, 15 years. So I, I thought you, when I first met you, I thought you were doing this for a long time, but. You tell me this only happened in the last few years. So I want the people really to understand, you can also change your life because you were able to do it. You know, you overcame many years of struggles, abusive relationships, low self-esteem. Now you're certified health and life coach. You're helping people change their life, change their personal development, change their health, eat better, exercise better, just do more to life, believe in themselves more and realize that they need to change the story to tell themselves, realize they just need to take action and believe in themselves. And when you're able to do that, whole lives can change. Because why? Because your whole life experience so, tells you and tells them it can be done because you did it and you can serve as a great inspiration for so many other people.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and, and the thing that I tell myself all the time is if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. You know, growth starts when we decide to get out and be uncomfortable. And something that I left out is, you know, when this whole journey started, like I told you, I was actually in, in an abusive relationship with my ex-fiance. And I remember... Um, when this started, literally within a week of starting this journey, I went home and I I ended my engagement and I moved out and I lived in my car for a whole month. And mind you, I mean, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I'm a good looking girl. So, you know, I, you know, I did that and it wasn't like I didn't have anywhere to go per se. I mean, I could have gone to my parents, but if there's a lot of people out there that know the last thing you want to hear is that negativity. And I knew that they were gonna give me a hard time. And, and, you know, but the point is, is that like I made a decision that I didn't care what it took to, to change the way the direction of my path was. I, I knew that I was gonna live out of my car and I didn't care because I told myself that I deserved more than that. And ironically, living in my car, as crazy as the sound, It was when it was the first time in my life that I experienced what it was like to have peace, what it was like to have everything that I ever wanted, which was peace. And that was when I started to truly flourish, you know, because I got to meet now my current boyfriend who you're right. He's an amazing person. And, and, and it's just, it goes to show you like when you allow yourself to go through the hard, but to Believe that the heart is going to lead to a greater gift, you know, which is a lot of times revealing your true strengths. You know, like I always say hardship isn't there to highlight your weaknesses. It's there to reveal your strengths. You don't know what you're capable of until you're forced to make a decision. Am I going to fall? Am I going to let go? Am I going to literally just let life consume me and stay in this platform? Or am I going to do the hard? Am I going to do the scary? Am I going to get uncomfortable? And I'm not saying it's easy. I had, Lord knows how many nights I've cried and struggled. And, you know, I went through a lot. You know, it was a very big decision. But all I did know was that it was I was worthy of a good life and that all the terrible things that happened to me, they were meant to help others. And I don't know how many people are out there who are thinking that who the hell am I and what do I have to offer? What you have to offer is your strength. What you have to offer is your courage. What you have to offer is your boldness and your willingness to know that you deserve more. Because when you allow yourself to have permission to be that shining light and to allow people to see and witness your growth, you're giving other people permission. The reality is, is yeah, there's Tony Robbins. I love Tony Robbins. Don't get me wrong, but Tony Robbins doesn't hit everybody's heart like that. It just doesn't, but you know who does the people that it, it, it you are meant to hit a lot of hearts that Tony Robbins could never hit or Eric Thomas, or Inky Johnson, or all these amazing people, or even Les Brown. There are people that will only resonate with you. And every day that you decide to stay quiet is one life that is probably not being changed because you didn't speak up and have that courage. So I think about that all the time. At the end of the day, your future you is waiting for you just to say yes. And once you do, you're going to, the sky's the limit, you know? So
1: no, I think those are some great points because, like you said, not, anyone, not everyone's going to resonate with Tony Robbins or Les Brown. They're both great guys, but you know, certain people only resonate with certain other people. So your story may resonate with other people who may not resonate with those guys. So it was really good you could share your story, your life experience, what you overcame and like you said. Your struggles will show you how strong you will are because you're able to overcome them to really you know vanquish those adversities, those struggles. It really shows how strong a person you are, but it can also, you can also teach people that they can overcome those struggles, those adversities, because you did it yourself. You can by sharing your experience, your story, you can tell them, I can do, I did it, and because I did it, you can do it. Don't give up hope. You realize you give up so much more. And I know because I was in your shoes a couple years ago. I used to have those doubts. I didn't believe myself. But I took action. I said, let me believe myself. Let me try these things. And because of that, I'm able to accomplish it. That's what you were able to do. And I like uh, the change in your belief in yourself. Because when you were younger, you you know you were you were overweight. You were bulimic. You didn't think you were pretty. You were ugly. But when you left that sex relationship with that ex-fiance, you said to you know what? I'm an attractive woman. And that was the change in belief in yourself that happened over the course years. You started believing, you know what? I am attractive. You know, people do find me attractive. People think I'm pretty. And that's great but with some of the things you realize. You you're already experiencing some of those changes. You made that decision by living in that car for a month. You had that peace. And because you left that toxic relationship, now you're in a wonderful relationship. If you had never left that other relationship, you would not have discovered the current beautiful relationship you have right now. So you never know what great things lie ahead of you if you're willing to leave the status quo. A lot of people, like I said, they're in a the comfort zone. Even if they are not happy where they are, They're comfortable. They know what to expect. So even though they're miserable, they fear the unknown. And you know what? You took action. You said, let me try the unknown because I think I deserve better. I think there's a better life ahead of there. For me, I don't know what's out there, but I deserve better than what I have right now. And you took those chances. As a result of the last few years. You've done so much with your life. You're happier. You've, You've had a lot of success. You've helped a lot of people. And you've inspired so many people. Why? Because you got out of your comfort zone and you were willing to take that chance for a better life, and overcome those struggles, which many other people don't. So I want to say that's just really awesome.
0: Thank you. Yeah, you know, I'll never forget when, and it was actually Joshua who said this to me when I met him. Mm-hmm. And he said a quote, which is funny, I just posted it on my Instagram a couple of days ago, which was, um, if only you knew what was waiting for you when you decided to let go. And it's, it, I will never forget when it struck me that way. Because I was like, wow, you know, so many of us are just trying to hold on and have control, like, and we don't realize that, you know, we want, 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 but we're trying to stay in control in order to make that happen, and sometimes it's letting go, it's letting go, and I'm not saying it's easy, it's very hard, but it's letting go, and just literally having a little bit of faith, and just thinking, like, you know, if I just let go, and just, try something different or try to let things happen and life happen for me. Like, what if everything you've ever desired was waiting for you on the other side? What if, if you knew that you had to go through five years of, of terrible experiences and working, but you knew at the end of that five years, all your dreams would come true. Would you go through those five years? And <clears throat> I think about that all the time. I think about the fact that like, I no longer have, you know, disdain of my past because if I didn't go through my past, I would never have been able to help people the way I do now. And I would never have been able to, to be the woman that I am today. I would have never been able to have the opportunity to see what I'm capable of. And so, yeah, you know, it's, it's just really amazing. Like, you know, Instead of always thinking like, you know, I have to do this, it's like, I get to do this, even when it's not something you want to do, because you never know what's on the other side, if you just decide to be diligent and just make that decision.
1: Absolutely, make that decision and be diligent, you never know what's on the other side. And I'm glad to hear you don't disdain your best, because it helps shape you into the person you are today. You learn from certain things, you overcame certain struggles, and now you're able to live the kind of life that you truly desire. So you know, And again, I think it, uh, you could definitely influence so many people by sharing your story because there are a lot of people out there right now who just say, you know what? I don't see light at the end of the tone. And probably five, 10 years ago, you probably felt the same way, but oh you God. overcame. <laughs> so it, it, it's incredible. you know, It's how life could change in the span over a few short years. So I just want those that are listening, just listen to Chris's story. She, she was going through a very difficult time for many years but she overcame it. She changed her life. She changed her beliefs. She changed her mindset. She left the things that was hurting her, the negativity, the abuse, the toxicity. And now she just surrounds herself with love and positivity. And if you're able to do that, you can, it's possible to have the kind of life she is living right now. So that's some really great stuff. And uh, can you talk a little bit more about the importance of personal stuff like this? I know you're very big on that. And I know it, it, it affects you in so many ways, not just the way your life is in your businesses, your success or lack of success. Would you talk a little bit more about self-development?
0: Yeah, listen, uh, self-development is, is definitely challenging because it requires a discipline. Mm-hmm. But what I can tell you is when I don't do it, I notice the difference in my day. Like this morning, I woke up at 5.30 this morning, like literally this morning, and I the first 15 minutes was just listening to a Jim Rohn motivation on how to focus and then after that then I did my meditation and I did journaling you know and when I journal I do my affirmations my gratitude after you know then I pray and I thank God for another day and then I have my tea because that's my ritual it gives me that energy that I need to just wake up and then I went I did my workout and the point is is that you know self-development like is a never-ending journey I can't begin to tell you how many people were like oh I did that already and I'm like okay and you're done. You know, and the thing is, is that the more you continue on self development, you're still learning about you. Like you might never hundred percent know everything about you because every single day you're learning something new about yourself. You're learning things that are challenging. You're learning things that are amazing. And and I oh, and I even read my book too. Like I'm reading this incredible book right now by uh, Jamie Lima Jamie Lima Kern Kern Lima. I think it's Kern Lima or something like that. And uh, it's called Believe It. And she hosted an event not too long ago about how to be unstoppable. And the point is, is that, you know, it's it, it, just the same way that, you know, you're saying about how I, you know, should share my story because other people need to hear me. It's the same thing with reading books about people, about how they became successful, how they created a discipline, how they went from nothing to something, how they, how they took their life as a blessing rather than a curse, you know, from everything they went through. And so the point is it's like self development is just so crucial because if you don't work on being the best version of yourself each and every day you are the one who is missing out more than anybody else yes other people are missing out because they're missing out on the version of you that could be that light that they need but you're missing out because you're going to forever stay down this rabbit hole you're going to stay forever with this negative mindset and I mean the reality is is like it's exhausting. It's a, I think it actually takes more work to be miserable than to actually try and be happy and enjoy your life. You know sometimes you just have to really create that discipline and tell yourself like I deserve more. But what are you doing to get there? Working out, I get that there's a lot of people who are like I don't do the workout. I'm too lazy. I'm too this. Okay. That's fine, but then don't be surprised or upset when you look in the mirror and you don't feel good. As it's, you know there's a very big distinguishant about being healthy. You know being fit to be healthy, so you can live a long life and feel good about who you are and being fit because maybe you're trying to up level your physical results as far as maybe getting toned or losing. Like there's a very big distinction and so many people tie them together a lot. I always tell my clients, they're like, when they, especially when they start with me, they're like, well, I don't work out. I'm like, that's okay. You know, if you don't want to work out, don't work out, but maybe go for a walk around your neighborhood, find something enjoyable where you're moving your body. Because what you don't realize is that by planting seeds within your own brain, eventually you allow yourself the opportunity to want to explore more. You know, if you walk every day for 10 minutes and walk with your dog or walk to the park and enjoy some vitamin D, Eventually, you might find yourself on a routine. So maybe when you are having a rough day, instead of like resorting to maybe ice cream like a lot of people and not to judge, you know, maybe you'll be like, you know what? I feel good when I walk. Let me go walk. And then before you know it, now you've created and developed developed a habit that's a healthy routine. And then eventually, without even anybody having to try, you're like, now I want to maybe try the gym. You know, I feel like I've lost weight. I feel good when I walk. Like, what would life be like if I was more active? So it's just sometimes being diligent just to start somewhere, somewhere small, where people don't have to make you feel bad about what you're not doing, but start feeling good about the little bit that you are doing. And you just have to give yourself grace. Like, We don't live life to be perfect. There's no such thing. The only perfect being is our Lord. You know, we just, we're living life to progress, to discover new strengths about who we are, to, to realize what's possible when we just make even just the smallest mind shift of the fact that we deserve to be happy. We don't have to be miserable. We just have to understand that it takes work. So reading the books, eating the, you know, Especially with like food. So many people are like, well, I like my steak or I like my ice cream. Okay, cool. But you don't need to be like, you don't have to deprive yourself, but just moderation. You know, I always say moderation, not deprivation, because deprivation creates you to go crazy when you're like, oh my God, I'm going to go and eat the world. No, but you know, you can enjoy things in moderation. You don't have to go crazy. It's just life is all about learning how to balance. And again, I'm not trying to say it's easy, but it takes time. It takes time, but it takes takes making that first step. Every single person that you admire in the world had a day one. Every single person in the world that you love had a day one. Nobody was just born a leader. Nobody was just, I mean, I think we're all born leaders in a way, but I'm just saying like nobody's just born with it. You know, everybody is born with the opportunity to make the decision to become the person that they want to be and more times along the way you might find yourself discovering more things about yourself that you didn't even realize you were capable of
1: no absolutely okay. those are some really good points number one you really if you're not working on yourself your personal development your fitness you're the one that's losing out the most and that the uh, people are secondary but you're missing out because there's so much more you could do with your life so much more you can accomplish and when you're healthy, you can do so much more. So I definitely like the fact that you stress that importance and the things you do in the morning, listening to Jim Roe and the meditation, all those other things, being fit, all those things. And you don't have to do it all at once. Like you see you could of jump by doing a little. I think Ray Highness used to talk about the fact that he would go to the gym and he would just show up for a few minutes. You'd have to work out for an hour or two because sometimes you try to do at the beginning, and it could be overwhelming. We you work out for five minutes, just like I did, and it's easy for you to come back, so just get started. Do a little bit. Like I said, go outside, take that walk. walk, walk for ten minutes, and eventually become a fifteen-minute walk, a twenty-minute walk, a thirty-minute walk. Uh, I, I love walking, by the way. I find it one of the most relaxing exercises out there. I enjoy it. I just I get time to reflect and relax and just get that vitamin D, like you mentioned. Also, just watch the people going, you know, all around me. I a walk is one of my favorite exercises, but yeah, you don't have to start off by walking for an hour. You just walk for 10 minutes. So doing all those little things and just making that decision, having that discipline to do that. Start off with a little bit, and I like what you talked about, moderation is very important. If you're eating better quality foods and less junk and fewer carbs, you could still have one or two cheat days, just the other five or six days, you should be eating a lot better. I like my ice cream, but I don't eat ice cream every single day. I'll have it yeah. once a week, that's fine. And you can do that in moderation. Like you said, deprivation can also be dangerous because then you can fall back to your whole way of eating and eat a lot of high-fat, high-junk foods, highly processed foods. But if you give yourself one or two days a week to do it, then the other five or six days you're eating healthy, You know, your body's going to relax and enjoy it some more. So it's easy for you to become more, dis- you're more disciplined. Like you said, everything's in balance because you can't deprive yourself all the time because your subconscious mind starts saying, why am I bothering doing all this? I'm getting nothing out of it. But if you reward yourself from time to time, if you worked on some project, you got it done. You know what? Go on and celebrate. Buy something you like, or splurge on something nice, or buy yourself a nice date. Then the subconscious mind will say, "Wow, I'm getting rewarded now. Let's do more of these projects." So you do need to reward yourself from time to time because if you always deprive yourself, your subconscious so mind going to say, "I don't like this. Let's stop." And guess what? You're going to stop doing the things that you. That you were doing so well. So it's I think it's very important to take that time to reward yourself. So I'm glad you brought that up. The, the importance of balance and rewards. A lot of people don't understand. They go from one extreme to the other. And then they wonder why they can't stick with this. Why they can't stick with doing this. marketing Because they go all in, they don't take a break. Look, you know when you're living life. You know, you brought up our faith. We have a Sabbath thing. To relax on Sundays, give time to the Lord and relax us. We can work 24-7, otherwise, we're gonna our body's gonna break down. So you need also to relax. A lot of people forget about it. they think they need to be working all the time. Actually, a lot of people have found out that sometimes when you take these breaks and you work a little less, the times you do work, you're a lot more productive because you give your body time to rest. So those are some great points. Thanks for sharing.
0: Yeah, something else I wanted to share real quick, and this is maybe just some food for thought to think about, is you know. Um, a couple weeks ago, you know, during church, I heard this and it was just so mind boggling to me. And I never thought about it is, you know, so many times we are focusing so much on the doing, you know, like fulfilling our purpose, doing, doing, doing all the things Mm -hmm. that we need to do. But the thing is guys, we weren't created and we're not called human doings. We're called human beings. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I say human beings is because sometimes Your purpose has already been fulfilled by being born. You're a human being because God just wanted to be with you. He just loves us so much. He just wanted to be with us. So that purpose has been fulfilled. There's a difference between answering your calling, but you have to be patient and diligent and listen to what's your strength and your inner voice. Because when you focus on the doing, you miss out on the present opportunities of the blessings that you're being given you know, being present with your family, being present with your children, being present with life. Like you said, even going on those walks, that's an opportunity to be present with yourself and to embrace life where you're at, embrace the nature, embrace the flowers. You know, so many people are so focused on doing, doing, doing that they miss out and guess, and it's sad to say, but then they're on their deathbeds and they're just, or, or they're older and lonely and they're like, I don't have anything and it's because they were so focused on just that one thing and then guess what a lot of people get that one thing and they're not even happy they're like i spent my whole life for this one thing and i'm still not fulfilled and the reason why is because that void is not filled by doing that void is filled by being being able to have the memories where you can look back and be grateful that you're you, you were present for your child's first step or that you were there when your wife got sick and you had the ability to hold her hand and be with her while she was sick or while your parents whatever it is the thing is is that when you focus on the being being in the moment being active being you know available but still focusing you know but this is where that balance comes in it's just You can't get so obsessed with the doing because then you forget the fact that you have to how to be. And human beings are created so that we can enjoy life and be happy with who we are and and learn how to be better. Not so that we can do so much that we don't even know who we are sometimes when we look in the mirror and we figure, what did I spend my entire life doing? Missing out on all the things that I love and missing out from the people that mean something to me. So when I heard that at church a couple weeks ago, I was like, that's a really incredible concept. If we focused all on being, how much more would we get done?
1: I like that concept. We are human beings, not just human doings. Unfortunately, I think a lot of us forget that. And I think especially you become an entrepreneur, like, especially a few years ago, you say you were a workaholic and it's so easy to get into doing your work and just focusing on that day in and day out and forgetting about everything else, your friends and your loved ones. And then as the time goes, you're on your deathbed saying, I blew all that time with my, with my spouse with my kids, with everyone else. I could have enjoyed life so much more, but oh, I was just focused on that. Like you said, a lot of times, even when you get that, it doesn't fulfill you because here's the things. Dante said, things promise what they cannot deliver. Uh, we are infinite beings. Oh, we are not infinite. We have infinite needs and desires, and only an infinite being can, can fulfill that, which, of course, is God. So no matter what great things we get, they only, you know, make us happy for a little while we always want more because we were created for the infinite. So I like that, you know, and God gave us these friends and these families, all these people to be around, and you know, to spend time with them and love them. So we need to take advantage of that. Now, how many parents have you heard saying, man, I, I, I never saw my kids grow up, because I was always at work. And now they regret it, because now they're going to college. And they say, where did the time go? But they were just so busy working and work and never took that time to spend time with their kids and their spouses. They said, you hold their hand while they're sick. Those are just memories. You always want to die with wonderful memories, both for yourself and for the people who live behind on your deathbed. You know, and, I, and I hear some other some successful entrepreneurs. They say, you know what? I, my kids, I take them on vacation. We go on some vacations every year because when I'm no longer here, my kids are gonna have memories of, of all the great times they had with their parents because we took them to all these wonderful places. That's when I wanna leave my kids, a legacy in these wonderful memories. So so I, I love that concept of human beings. I thought it was really wonderful. Yeah, it was
0: really cool. When I heard, it, I was like, Oh, I get it. <laughs> so yeah, that was really great, thank you.
1: Yeah, so now, Because you've been successful in two industries, real estate, network marketing. So we know personal development is very important. What are some other things you could recommend to people who are getting started in either or both industries who really want to be successful? Because a lot of times you get started, you have that hunger and desire, but you don't know what to do and you make a lot of mistakes. So how can we, obviously you have to learn, you're going to make mistakes anyways, but how do you shorten the learning curve to be successful as an entrepreneur?
0: Well, you know, you just said, and I was going to say like with growth comes mistakes. I mean, <laughs> Lord knows how many I've made, but you know, getting started in any industry it doesn't even necessarily have to be real estate or in network marketing. It's it's just taking action, just like at least taking the first step. So the first step might just be saying yes, saying yes to an opportunity that relates to maybe where you want to go. And they, it, it, you should never want to necessarily be like someone else because you want to be you, but it's good to look at examples of where of people that are where you would like to go. So you can understand what are their habits? What is it that they're doing? What did they do? You know, so that you can try to have an idea of how to put that into your life. So the first thing that's going to be the hardest thing is like, so let's say you're not a morning person. Let's say you wake up at 10 a.m. every day. Like I used to once upon a time. Right? Um, And then you're hearing me talk about me waking up at 5.30 in the morning and you're like, that's crazy. Okay, well that's fine. You don't have to wake up at 5.30 in the morning but maybe challenge yourself to wake up 30 minutes earlier. You know, start somewhere. You know, maybe you're not a reader. Okay, no problem. But you know what you can do? There's audio books. Maybe you can learn to listen. Try, you know, so start tuning into books that I'm sure that you've recommended several and several other leaders have recommended Get a book maybe get a book that's easy like one of my favorite 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 books it's such an easy read and I cried because I thought it was so great is 12 pillars by Jim Rohn it's literally a very short read whether and I did it on an audiobook because I am so sad but I did not read physically a book for years unless it was like for school and um, I started with the audiobooks and then I started listening and listening. And I, and, you know, the thing is, is that your auditory skills are extremely powerful. If you listen enough, eventually you'll hear things in your head. So I just started listening to books and I started going on YouTube and I started looking at motivational videos of leaders. And I started talking to people and seeking out mentorship you know, and seeking out coaching and, and maybe I couldn't necessarily afford coaching right off the bat, but I at least looked at the people that were where I wanted to be. And I, and I at least made an effort to reach out and hey, you know, introduce myself or rec is, or the recommendations, you know, your surroundings are super important. Another thing that you can analyze, which I'm not saying is going to be easy is analyze your surroundings. You know, who are you spending the most time with your day? And if you're not spending time with anybody, who are you listening to? What kind of music are you listening to? What kind of movies are you watching? Again, I'm not trying to say you got to change your entire life. I still watch scary movies. I love scary movies, you know, but now instead of spending hours and hours and hours and hours of watching Netflix and binge watching on shows that I'm like, I was obsessed with now I would limit it. Okay. And let me just do one show you know, or maybe I'll do two shows, but then I'll spend time on myself. So if you're starting, the point is, is just kind of sitting down and just really taking a, a snapshot of where is your life right now? What kind of people are you listening to? Are they negative? Are they not your, in your favor? Are they not encouraging you? You know, are they complaining a lot about their lives and are they partying all the time? Are they blowing money? You know, what kind of path are they on? You know, it's, it's, it's not easy to start somewhere ever, but I started writing down and this is a really actually an easy thing that maybe some of you guys can do sit down with yourself and literally get a piece of paper and write down what are the things that you would like to have in your life. That might be the first thing. And that's why, like, for the first time in my life, this year I did a vision board. I never did that in my life. And I'm like, now I do. Every single morning I wake up and I have my vision board and I, it just reminds me of what how much I want. And, I, you know, there's this thing called anchors that we talk about in life coaching, which is just, you know, an anchor is something that reminds you of your reason why or something that reminds you of your goal or something that kind of helps you snap out of it when maybe you're not in a good place. So one of my anchors is I went into my bathroom mirror and I have colored post-it notes everywhere of just affirmations. I am beautiful. You know, I'm not bulimic because I used to be a bulimic and I now I didn't want to have that label. So I have to remind myself that that's part of my past. I'm not that label. And there's a lot of people out there that do suffer from bulimia that, that they feel like they're labeled. And it's not a label. It's just something that you went through. You know, it's just a learning lesson. You know, I, I talk about how God loves me. I have, I'm a, I'm an incredible leader. I have a massive organization. I'm successful. And so every single morning, no matter, or every time I use the bathroom, I walk in my mirror and I of course see it or don't walk in my mirror, but I walk into the bathroom and of course it's all over my mirror. So maybe I'm having a rough day. I might not think about my anchor, but if I have to use the bathroom and all of a sudden I see it, it kind of helps me to be like, oh yeah, I am that person. I'm not these things that I'm telling myself that are lies you know so just write down your goals or write down your dreams or write down the things that you would like your life to look like if you could because when you write things down it's so powerful you activate a part of your brain that makes you actually start to believe that that's possible and subconsciously without realizing it you start kind of analyzing your actions like wait you know i want this is this you know let's say you are someone who wants to have a dream body okay no problem so then you ask yourself. You start being more conscientious of like the things that you're doing, the things that you're eating, the things that you're you know drinking. And then you start kind of without meaning to, you start kind of gearing your life around those goals. So I know I said a lot, but I would just say like you know those are some of the tips that I can give to just start find a good read. You know Twelve Pillars. I think it's a great book. Write down your goals of what you would like your or write down what you would like your life to look like. And just start analyzing where you are and then start being honest with yourself. Is your life in alignment with those things? And if they're not, what not can what not what will you do, but what can you do? Because maybe you know we don't have a million dollars or a thousand dollars to go hire a coach, but that doesn't mean that you can't reach out to someone and just ask for tips or maybe watch what they're doing, surround yourself with the information that you need to put you on the path to where you want to go.
1: No, absolutely. By the way, I love Paul pose That was an awesome one. I'm a huge love Jim Rohn fan. I think so many people are fans of Jim Rohn. That guy has influenced so many people. He was an incredible teacher and I still listen to a lot of his stuff and read some of his stuff. He, that guy was incredible. I love Paul mm-hmm. I highly recommend that book. And like you said, even if you're not a reader, you can listen to it on Audible or you know a lot of YouTube. Uh, there are a lot of audiobooks on YouTube as well, so you can definitely listen to that if you're not a reader. But like you said, just get started. And I love writing down your dreams and your goals, yeah. writing it down, having a vision board and looking at those things day in and day, I'll write it down. a lot of people, they, they know they want something different, but when you ask them, what do you want? They say, I don't know. They'll tell you what they don't want. You need to focus on the things that you do want because that's mm-hmm. what your subconscious so mind is going to focus on. So you need to get clear as to what you really desire. Like, so I think a good way to do it is start by writing it down. And then, you know, like you said, create that vision board. It's very powerful because you look at it every single day. It just reminds you what you really want. Subconscious mind says, Okay, I need to figure out a way how to get that for myself. So I think those are great. I love the idea of anchors, that's so powerful. So you have all these affirmations on your bathroom mirror or outside the mirror. So when anybody goes to the bathroom, any of you, you're having a bad day or you're starting to die yourself a little bit, you look at all these things and it anchors what you really want. I think also refrigerator is also a great place to anchor those affirmations because everyone has to go to the bathroom and everyone goes to the refrigerator. So I think those are the two two best places to write, to put those affirmations, you can't, but you can't avoid seeing them. You're going to see them day and night, and, and it's going to do so many wonders for you. So I, I love the idea of anchoring, and just remind you the things that you want, because a lot of people don't do that, but all the great self-help and personal is to talk about agnostic. That's a great thing. So um, yeah, so yeah, bath and mirror, and uh, refrigerators are some of the great things. So, <laughs> so you just got to keep working, like you said, and look at your surroundings, your environment. What are you spending your time with? Are you surrounding yourself with negative people? Are you listening to negative stuff? Are you reading negative stuff? And if you are, you need to change some of that stuff. You got to change to something that's positive positive, motivational that's going to help empower you. And like you said, look for mentoring. But if you can't afford mentoring, a lot of people at the, at the beginning, they cannot, well, you you can, you can look for these mentors by reading their books or watching their videos. There's a, a lot of these people have free stuff on YouTube you can watch. So you can start off by watching their videos, teaching these subjects, which can definitely help in your business. And then maybe down the road, when you have somebody, maybe you can reach out to one of these people and say, I'd like to get mentoring from you. So you could definitely start off with free mentoring. There, There's a lot of great resources out there online that you could just listen to and read. They, 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 they and One of the great things about a lot of these great mentors, they give you a lot of free stuff so you could just, that could really help you out until you're able to afford getting some coach from these people. So definitely. You can start off with the free stuff. It's not hopeless. There's a lot of things you can start off with. You just got to search for it. There's so much, so many resources out there. The thing is you need to tell yourself, you need to, you have to train your brain to look for it. So, say there's so much out there. I just got to start looking for it. So many people say they go the other way saying that oh, there's nothing for me. I can't do it. I, I don't know where to look for it. So And then they wind up giving up. But that's why you got to so say you got to. The subconscious mind is so important. It makes the vast majority of the decisions. Over 90% of the things you do are done by your subconscious mind. So that's why many of the things you recommended is so important because it's going to retrain your subconscious mind. And when you retrain it from being negative to being positive, the sky's the limit for all of us. So those are some Very great true. tips. Thank you. Of course. Yeah. So, um, you know, we got a few more minutes before, you know, we finish the interview. Are there any other last-minute tips you'd like to share with the audience? Because you always have a lot of great stuff. Every time I listen to you, it's it's amazing. You have so much energy, and, you know, you've accomplished so much. So, you know, I know a lot of people who are, like, thinking to themselves, you know, I really want to try something new. I'm a little scared, you know, but I want to do something more in my life. I want to try this new business, whether it's now marketing, real estate, or something else. So, do you have any other last-minute things for people who are? What, 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 what things you recommend that, that What are some of the other last-minute things you recommend? You can recommend to our audience.
0: Well, first and foremost, I definitely want everyone and anyone out there who's with fear. I want you guys to know that it's okay to be afraid. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I still have things that I'm still mm-hmm. afraid of every single day that I have to work through them. But the biggest thing that I can tell you when you think about your fear is if nothing changes, what is good, like? What is the cost of you not changing? And that's something that I constantly think about. Now, again, I'm not saying that fear is something that's instant, but, you know, as a life coach, I actually do have um, an exercise that, you know, I, I, that I have, I was given and I give it to my clients, which if there's anybody who's interested in the X is very short, but it's very helpful. But basically, you know, one of the things is like, what is the cost of staying the same? So that's one, you know, and then ask yourself, like, sometimes it's writing down, like, what's the worst thing that could happen? You know, like, whatever that fear is like, like, so maybe some people have a fear of talking to people Okay, well, what's the worst thing that could happen? That they say no, that maybe they'll just tell you you're wasting your time or, you know, who knows? A lot of things. But then you have to also ask yourself, like, what are some of the best things that could happen? You know, what are some of the things that could happen if you do overcome that fear? You know, and then there's the exercise that says, okay, well, let's say the worst thing happens. What are some of the things that you can do to recover from that? You know, like, okay, someone says no. Okay, so how do you recover from that? Just go and ask someone else, you know, the the consistency of that. So what I would say is like, whatever it is that you want to do, first of all, you have to believe that it's possible for you. The first thing and the number one thing, and this is something that's very difficult for most people is that even when they open their business, they'll work it, you know, network marketing or real estate, they'll work it. But the one key thing that's missing is the fact that they believe that they can do. it. Because you can work it, but if you don't believe that you can do it, you don't believe in what you're doing and what you're standing for, that belief system creates an energy that is so powerful that people can smell it. And if, they, if you're talking to them, but then you're not really connecting with them, or you're just kind of like a robot, or you don't sound confident in what you do, people are going to sense that. Some people might say, yes, just to kind of give you a chance, but you know, the idea of that actually continuing might be slim to none, but if people smell the confidence in you and they see the energy and you smile and you're just really being passionate and just telling yourself that no matter what you're going through, you're going to make it, you know, creating that. And that's where self-development comes in is telling yourself over and over and over and practicing it every day that I am worthy. I deserve this. I can have the life that I want. You have to do it every single day, even when you're already successful, you still got to do it because new levels means new devils. So just because you get your goal, that doesn't mean you're not going to be faced with new challenges. So you have to constantly be evolving as a person, as a professional, as a human being. Um, So no matter how scared you are right now, just think how much, like, if I stay this way, what is not going to change? So let's take your health. Let's say you're like, well, I want to lose weight, but I don't want to have to work out and I don't want to have to eat healthy and I don't want to give up my ice cream and I don't want to be like all those fitness people and all these I don't want. But stop focusing on what you don't want and start focusing on what you do want. Well, do you want to see your kids grow? Do you wanna see your grandchildren? Do you wanna be you know, with tubes up your nose trying to breathe? Do you wanna put yourself at risk for a heart attack? Do you wanna put yourself at risk for a stroke where then now you can't even go outside? Like think of all the things that you do want because it's gonna help you to realize that what you don't want is so much more insignificant than the things that you do want. And if you start believing like, you know what? I wanna be healthy. I wanna see my kids. like sometimes you have to do it for the vision and the belief of the other things that you desire before you desire it for yourself. And that's why they say, like, when you have a leader that believes in you before you believe in you, hold on to what they believe in, because they might see something in you that you might not see right away in yourself. But if you hold on to it long enough, eventually you will see it in yourself. And that's the most rewarding part. The most rewarding thing for me and it gets me emotional all the time is when someone reaches out to me and they just thank me for believing in them and they thank me for like you know because of you like holding on to this like I lost that 100 pounds or because you believed in me when I didn't believe myself I, I I can pay my rent when I was freaking out two weeks ago and I didn't think I could you know or because of this because of that you gave me courage you gave me boldness And it's not for me to put myself on a pedestal or toot my own horn or anything. It's just to prove a point that sometimes you have to be that anchor for somebody else. Because if you're that anchor for somebody else, you, like, that fulfills me. Like, now I love that. I love knowing that I'm helping people become the best versions of them. And I know a lot of people think that that's so silly, like, oh, best versions of themselves. But why is that silly? What is the best version of you look like? What does the best version of you feel like? Does the best version of you get to travel and wake up on a Wednesday if they want to and go to Hawaii? I mean, I don't know about you, but that sounds like a really awesome thing to me. Like, I'd love to just wake up and just be like, ah, I feel like going to Hawaii today. Let's go have a margarita on the beach of Hawaii in Oahu or Maui. Like, what kind of life would that look like? How amazing would that be? And why is that not possible for you? Because you didn't have an educational background or because of this or maybe other? To... That's what network marketing is so beautiful is that. Network marketing gives you a chance to take your past and only use that as your strength and your superpower and not hold you back from having the dream that you want and for giving you a chance to start over. You know, I was saying this the other day is that for example, like criminals, A lot of them go to jail and they they get a lot of personal development in jail, ironically enough, and they find God and Jesus and they read the Bible and they hear about all these amazing things and they get education and they hear about how they can change their life and all these amazing things they can do. And guess what happens? They get out and nobody wants to give them a chance. They have a label as a felon. They have a label as someone who made a mistake and got into trouble. And you know what ends up happening? Most of them just say, screw it. I don't even have a chance to change my life because I'm a label. So they just end up screwing up and going back into jail because that's where they feel they belong because that's what society has labeled them as. But with network marketing, you have a chance to not be that label. With network marketing, you have a chance to show who's the real you that changed and how can you impact the lives out there of other people that need to hear your story. And here that you went from a nothing to a something, but because you knew you deserved more and your past didn't identify you, your past shaped you. Like I said, it gave you a foundation of what you don't want so that you know what you do want. And network marketing, as far as I know, is one of the only industries in the world that allows people Truly the life they want to live truly the opportunity to, to have the life that they desire and make it happen. And this, and nobody ever knows your past because eventually you want to share your past. It's no longer this big secret of who you used to be, but now it's this amazing thing where you're like, you know what? Yeah, I was a felon. I was you know, in house arrest. And you know what? Network marketing made me a leader and a speaker, and it gave me all these dreams that I was in jail thinking that I wanted. And if it wasn't for this one person, which you can be that one person, I would have never had this opportunity. But because of one person believing in me and not identifying me, I was able to have the life I want. And now you can help others do the same thing. So my point is fear, don't let it paralyze you because if you let it paralyze you to the point that you never change, you will never have the life you want. And you will always be that person that goes back and wonders, well, what if I wasn't afraid? So just don't be that person, you know, in order for life to change, in order for things to change, you have to change. So believe
1: you with that. Amen. That was so powerful and beautiful. It's, like you said, this industry, the network market industry offers possibilities to everyone that many other industries would not, because number one, like fellows, for example, it's going to be very hard for them to get a job in many industries. you are not going to get a corporate job, you are not going to get a job in the financial world. And like you said, a lot of them give up and you know what, they go back to their old ways. They, that's one reason why the recidivism rate is so high. But if they do try something on if they go into network marketing, they can become successful. Because I, I, we both know entrepreneurs who were formerly in prison, but this industry gave them a chance to become successful. And as a result, no one judged them for what they did before, and they were successful. They made a lot of diff- big difference in many people's lives, and they were able to share the story what they went through earlier on, and no one judges them for it. Whereas in many other industries, they don't get that opportunity. So I, I love that. No marking it doesn't matter your background, your race, your gender, if you really want to succeed in this industry. Definitely good because people from all over the world, from all kinds of backgrounds and arches, have done it. So I, I think it's it's a, it's the great equalizer. So I love you know the examples you shared there, and yeah, don't let fear get the best and don't deny the fear. A lot of people try to deny it. You shouldn't just accept the fear, and work on it. Take action on the fear, and ask you know, like you said. Ask yourself what is the worst that could possibly happen, and then see. And then if it does happen, then say to yourself, what how to respond if it does happen. Say, but also what is the best that can happen? People don't look at what can actually happen in this situation. Sometimes uh, if you look at what's the best thing that can happen, you focus on that, good things can definitely happen. Also ask yourself, as you said, what if I don't take any action? How will my life be a year from now? A lot of people don't think about that. because If you don't do anything to change your life, chances are things are not gonna change, things are not gonna go Are they're not going to get better? So it's very important to look at all these things. So I think a lot of people don't do that. And when you start, Doing, look at these things in these different ways. Your subconscious mind will again will go to work for it. Like you said, if someone says no, stay, stay, reach out. What do I do? Well, I'll go talk to someone else. Someone, someone, someone. So what? Someone's waiting. So there are seven billion people on this earth. Some people are gonna say no, but guess what? Some people also say yes. People, unfortunately, like you said, they only focus on the things that they don't want. So we need to focus on the things that we do want and focus on what's possible. And believing what's possible is so important. And because, like you said, when you're talking to people, and you really don't believe in yourself, you don't believe in your company. You, you send out signals that prospects or potential clients, they pick up on those sales. They say to themselves, this person doesn't believe in, in their business. Why should I believe in them? Why should I join the network marketing business? Because it's obvious they don't believe in themselves. If they don't believe in themselves or in the company, why should I join them? Because if they don't have the faith, why should I have it? But if you have that confidence, that belief in yourself, in the company, in your products that will come across the potential prospects and clients. So I think that believing that it's possible, believing that you can succeed in whatever business you have, it doesn't have to be no it can be a real estate or any other business. When you meet with other people, they will sense that belief that you truly have it. And like you said, sometimes you need to have that vision and belief for other people. And I agree with what you said before. If you've helped know, you change, someone's like, there's, a, there's nothing better than someone messaging you, sending you a, uh, an email, a text or just calling saying, you know what, because you believed in me, man, I was able to change my life. I did not believe myself a year a year ago, but because you had that faith and confidence in me and never gave up on me and sh- showed me what is possible, man, I've been able to do so much Once so I just want to say thank you. I agree. it's one of the best feelings you can get when someone you get that kind of message for someone. It really makes you feel good. I mean, making a difference in people's lives is one of the, the best feelings possible. Out there. So I really want to thank you for all the great stuff you shared today, because I think a lot of people got a lot of advice, which you share from all your wisdom. I think a lot of people were inspired by your story and also realized that you can do so much with your life, no matter what you've gone through, what your background, what your past is. If you truly start believing in yourself, if you really want to change your life. And you really work on yourself and start believing in yourself. And you know, you can really do, you can make such a big difference in your life. You, you've been able to do it in the span of just a few years. You went for someone who didn't believe in yourself, had doubts about yourself. Now you have this great belief in yourself. I mean, we all have our doubts from time to time, but you've been able to accomplish so much. And you have this—you've been working so much on your self-development. So you could definitely, just from your experiences, you could tell people, "I know you can do it because I was able to do it." So I just want to thank you so much for being here, Chris. It's—it's always a pleasure not being with you, and I just love everything that you shared. It was incredible.
0: Thank you for having me. This was really exciting. I'm really glad that we got to do this. I know we never get to see each other because we're always on Clubhouse. So it was really, really nice being able to have this conversation with you. So thank you for inviting me and allowing me to share this space with you. I really appreciate it.
1: Oh, you're welcome, Chris. And one last thing before we let you go. If people want to reach out to you, what is the best way for them to contact you?
0: Uh, if they want to reach out to me, you can uh, either DM me on Instagram, level up with Chris, just like it sounds, C-R-I-S, not C-H-R-I-S. Um, and then, or there's on Facebook, which I know that you tagged me in um, the interview today. So just message me. I'm as friendly as I look. <laughs> and Victor obviously knows that. So uh, I would love to be able to help any way that I can. Like I said, I am a life coach. I'm a health coach. I'm also in the network marketing space. If that's something um, you want to know more about like on a fitness, health and nutrition, um, or maybe you're just like, if you're just looking for a client, if you just want to be a client, like you don't even have to be a distributor and you just want maybe some guidance and, and how to go about that. Um, I'd love to do that or real estate, real estate. The nice thing about my particular brokerage is I'm an international brokerage company. So um, I'm not limited to just the state of Florida. I actually can have, I have a team of agents um, all over you know, the country and, and some other countries as well. We have amazing benefits, so if you're a newly licensed agent or you're just looking to switch, that's another way I can help you. So I have multiple, multiple ways I can help you. I'm one of those few people. <laughs> yeah,
1: and she's definitely great, and Chris definitely loves to help you. So if you want to reach out to her, level up with Chris on Instagram or on Facebook, Chris Cortez. Again, thank you so much, Chris. It's a real pleasure having you on, and have yourself an amazing rest of the day, my friend.
0: Thank you, too, and you have an amazing day as well. And thank you again.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, bye.
0: Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you've enjoyed listening, please smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of our amazing episodes. Please also leave a five-star rating review and have an awesome day.